Boom, I got the point just like that. George Carmona gives me the point. I start talking. That's how Boom. it works around here. That's how it works around here. Boom. Big special guest today, but I, I'm a little disappointed because I thought you were going to be rocking one of those hats. I know, bro. I even did a build-up to George. For real. I said, Chance is coming in here, and he's going to have on one of these sick hats. Not that your hat's not sick. That is a sick hat. But Thank you. You know. It's just getting, you know, a lot of people recognize me now. Right. When I'm rocking around that big hat energy. Yeah. And uh, (laughs) (laughs) I got to be, you know, a little low-key these days. This is you incognito. This is me incognito. I like that. You're in Vegas. You don't want to be, you know, getting stopped everywhere. You know, it's tiresome. Do people recognize you from the hat? For sure they do. Yeah, for sure. Well, actually, the other day I was buying a motorcycle and this kid comes up. He's like, Chance? I was like, yeah, what's up? He's like, I've been in student years for four years. And I was coming down to buy that motorcycle, and I saw you loading up in your truck, and I was like, "Holy shit, that's fucking that's chance." Yeah. Um, so that was cool. He had built a big successful business with us, and mm-hmm. hadn't met him in person, and then you know, be able to talk with him on the street and see that he's having abundance in his life was pretty cool. So pretty cool uh, that's a good segue. So explain to the people what do you do? We do a lot. So we help people find abundance, and I know that that's a very you know, popular word these days yep. that a lot of people are throwing around. But, uh, you know, back in 2015, we started kind of our first mentorship of teaching people how to build an agency. Mm-hmm. So we were teaching people how to do lead generation, lead management, consulting with local business owners, spe- specifically in like the one to 20 employees, because yep. a lot of the other companies were looking at the bigger, bigger contracts. So there's like this really sweet niche market. And uh, we were able to grow our agencies very, very quickly and then just started teaching others to do it. Um, so we've got softwares out of that and a SaaS component where people can white label our software and go out. We still do it today. We have over 8,500 students that we've taught through that wow. process. And uh, it just kind of kept growing from there. And we're like, man, not everybody wants to grow an agency. Like we need to find these other people that have amazing gifts that have created these low barrier to entry businesses. Yep. You know, not going out and starting a plumbing company or a law firm, <laughs> right, or like right, right. super, you know, labor intensive, resource intensive business. Like, there's got to be these businesses out there that exist kind of like this, where you can go out and get, you know, either big commissions or have some sort of product arbitrage or service arbitrage. There's got to be others that are doing something similar to us. And so, as we kept growing, we were finding these other people that were doing seven, eight figures on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for some of you tuning in, you're like, I just thought Amazon sells all those products. It's like 80% of those products you see on Amazon are people like you and I right. that have went and sourced those products or are drop shipping it and yep. they're making like sweet margins from it. Well, our good friend Tom had made multiple seven figures and he actually sold a couple of his businesses. You can actually sell an Amazon store based on your revenue. Sold mm. that for multiple seven figures. Um, you know, didn't have his own warehouse. Didn't have his own marketing arm. It's amazing. Didn't have any of that. Yeah. You know, he was doing platform arbitrage, and that's what we really started doing. It's like, where are buyers and sellers already at? They're on Airbnb. They're right. on Amazon. They're on Kindle, right? They're on Facebook and Google. Like, yep. There's buyers and sellers out there. There's billions of dollars transacting every single day. Why go start a business model from scratch that you have no idea if there's a product market fit? Right. And you're just going to be like, oh, I'm going to create another cool water bottle that charges from Bluetooth that has like a star reflection on it <laughs> right, right, or right. some weird shit, right? Yeah. Okay, now you got to go source that product. You got to make sure people want to buy it, not just your mom and your aunt and your best friend from high school. Right. Because like, they, they won't act- tell you the truth. They, they want to like, oh, I'm so proud of you. Yeah. Yeah, I'll Great buy, idea. I'll buy four of <laughs> <Yeah>. them, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's like, that's not product market fit. So we thought, how can we really help people um, have abundance in their finances so then they can take care of 
you know, their health and their family and where they want to live and all these other things. But you got to fix that first thing first. Right. Mm -hmm. So we kept partnering with these people that had these low barrier to entry business models where, you know, you could build a real estate portfolio on Airbnb without owning any property. Yep. And our buddies, Sean and Ari are managing a hundred million dollars worth of real estate. They own zero. Um, and they're making like four or 5 million bucks a year passively for the most part, because they've built out the system. So we built a software around that. Now we're teaching students how to go out and create creative partnerships with, uh, people that own real estate that are having issues filling their, filling their rooms. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So now there's over 1200 students in that, inside of that platform. Um, you know, that from an average property, you can make about 1500 bucks a month net profit after you pay your cleaners and yep. do all your things. There's so many softwares out there now that you can tie together that really do a majority of the of the lifting. It's like when someone clocks out uh, and checks out, it sends a notification to the house cleaners. They know to go right in. When they're done, it sends a notification back. Okay, that that's ready. Um, you know, they can send out a ping to the maintenance guys. I mean, it's all, once you get it set up, it's mainly hands off. So we thought, man, this is really sexy business models mm -hmm. where anybody that can come in and like literally follow our process, show up to live calls, get the coaching can be successful. Um, so when it started with just like a couple people that we were mentoring for free back in 2017, now we've coached over 35,000 people how to start an online business model in one of these different sectors. Wow. That is amazing, man. Congrats. It's super fun. What, what were you doing before all that? So before that, I mean, kind of like any, entrepreneur in their 20s or entrepreneur in their 20s in LA I was trying freaking everything man I was acting I was uh -huh. being a model I was renting out my freaking uh vintage motorcycles to sets I was bartending I was massage therapy I mean you freaking name it whatever uh, had to get yeah. just getting it done getting it done you know I was juggling four or five different things at one time and you know I, was, I always had that work ethic of just because I grew up on a farm so I was like man you give me a task at hand you show me what needs to be done I'll just freaking get it done and was just always working harder, not smarter. And I was on a trip, I was in Bali, and this guy was working on his computer. And he was like on the beach. I was like, oh, this guy watching Netflix on the freaking right, right, right. Like, what is this guy doing? And uh, I was like, what are you doing? And I ended up talking to him, I was just like interested. And he's like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm, I run a business online. And I, I've lived in Bali for like a month and a half. And I was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> whatever Teach I, was, me. I was like are you on the black web are you like selling organs right, like right, what, right. what do you mean you work online and yeah. you live in bali hiding out and uh he's like no man he's like i i buy and sell car parts on ebay and i like make the difference and do like arbitrage i was like what people do that like that was so mind-blowing right. like, ebay was super hot i think ebay's still a thing i don't yeah, know i've been on sure yeah <laughs> um and yeah, Gary Vee's going to garage sales. Oh yeah, he didn't eBay and he, the fuck out of things. Still, <laughs> he's keeping the <laughs> keeping yeah, it going. yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> and uh, I was like, wow, my head just started spinning. Like buying, and it was like, that's what you hear in business: you buy it for cheap, you sell it for more. Right, makes sense. Basic, basic. Yeah. Um, and so I just started getting online. I was just going down so many different rabbit holes. I didn't even know what passive income was. I didn't know what online business was and like started going down all these different like rabbit holes and watching YouTube videos and reading blogs. And then, um, eventually I got on this blog and this guy was talking about like literally flipping leads, like flipping leads, leads, <laughs> Like, like you flip shit on eBay, right. I'm flipping leads. And I was like, that might be the most gangster like, I've ever heard. I was like, that's some gangster shit. I'm like, what is he talking about? So sure enough, um, went, went to this mentorship and invested in it. 
and I only had like 800 bucks to my name and it was like a five grand investment. Right. And I was like, what the fuck? I don't even know this stranger online. And, you know, but I see what's happening. I, you know, was trying to get leads from a massage therapy business. I was trying to get leads to like get people to rent my motorcycle. The stuff you were doing. Yeah. Right. And so I was like, well, I see the value in it, but like, I'm still trying to figure this thing out. So anyways, get into it, start learning it. And eventually it was just, yeah, flipping leads, generating leads online, costing five, 10 bucks to generate a lead. And then you sell it to a carpet cleaner for like 30 bucks. You're making 20 bucks a lead. He wants, you know, a hundred leads a month. You're making right. two grand a month. Right. Pretty passively. Yeah. So it was like that eBay concept that I started to understand it. And I saw this guy was working from his laptop. So then I got obsessed and I spent the next 90 days just figuring this shit out. I like quit all my jobs, was turning down audition, turning everything down. And my girlfriend at the time thought like, you were nuts. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> what are you doing? Spend all your time on the internet. Like you, you never had a computer. You're always again, like we didn't watch TV. I was like, you know, was never online. She's like all of a sudden you're online all the time. And I was like, I, I think I figured some stuff. I didn't tell her what I spent on it because I literally took the last bit of our money yeah. and knew that our refrigerator had enough food in it for the month. I knew that I had enough gas in my Toyota pickup truck to last me about a month. I'm like, we got about a 30-day run rate. I'm going all in. Wow. And just started cold calling business owners of like, hey, I can generate you leads. Like, I can set up all these map locations all over the city and generate all these leads. And about the fifth call, this dude was like, cool. He's this Armenian dude that owned this uh uh, limousine company in LA. He's like, yeah, coming out to the office. I go out there and there's like, it's behind this big like gate, like out in the valley, like this yeah. big kind of shady house. Yeah, and yeah, he's yeah. like, come on in. The door opens up. There's all these obviously like nice cars and like all these like big dudes standing around the door. I'm like, fuck, I called the wrong dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ready for this guy. I was like, I was like, I think I got 20 bucks. Like, These guys are just going to trick and lock me in this house or I can sell my yeah. organs. Sure. You probably know the eBay guys selling organs. Right. <laughs> so, uh, I go in there and I end up talking. With leads you gave them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I went in there and I sit down. It's like, okay, this looks like a legitimate limousine office. And we start talking and I was showing him what I could do and what his competitors were doing. And um, yeah, after like three hours, he's like, okay, cool. And he's like, what's the price? And I just made up a number. I was like 4,500 bucks a month. And I was terrified to even say that number. Like I hadn't uh -huh. even made 4,500 bucks in my life at that point in a month. Wow. That's like a two sure. month, three month deal, right? Yeah. Um, and he's like, I like it, but let's start out at 2250. And then after 90 days, we can go up to 4,500. I didn't even hesitate. I was like, cool deal. Like, there we go. Right. So you wrote out the check. He's like, what's the name of your business? I was like, oh, just Chance Walton <laughs> Consulting. <laughs> I'm like, throw a fancy name on the end of it. <laughs> Take it to the bank and they're like, what is this? You're like, oh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> he yeah. misunderstood. Add that. Yeah. <laughs> that's, my, that's, my, that's my middle name. He fucked it up. He fucked it up. <laughs> and uh, middle name's Consulting. Yeah. He and I remember getting out of the parking lot and I got in the car and I just started crying. I was like, holy shit, this is real. Like this guy sees value in it. I've never seen a check this size before in my life, like all on one check. Yeah. Right. And I was like, okay, this is real. I'm, I'm going, I'm getting after it. So, uh, got back home, started setting his stuff up immediately and thought, okay, this could work. So I was just cool. I didn't even remember what the fuck I was saying on the phone. And so I'm like, Hey, I got leads. Um, this is really before, a lot of big marketing companies and people were like really getting average. So people were open to having a cold call conversation, especially if I could go in and meet them. So I was living in LA at the time. I literally hit every single, uh, like 
uh, Chamber of Commerce meeting or BNI meeting like in all of LA because you got Santa Monica, Venice, Malibu. Yeah, sure. So there's like, I think there's like 80 of them I could hit in the next 30 days. And so I did it. I was going to two or three a day and just freaking hand out business cards, taking everybody's cards. And uh, I ended up landing four more clients that month. And it was like, whatever. It's like, they were going to pay me 500 bucks to make them a website. If it was, you know, 300 bucks to link up all their social media account. Like I was just like, whatever I got to do and just kept building it. And then yeah, after like 90 days, it was up to like 9,800 bucks a month, paid off what I owed that mentor. And then just, uh, just scaled from there. I remember that hustle and like really not having real mentorship or like a system. So that's what really inspired abundance is how do we create like this support system of live calls every day and 24 seven support and you know, people that are in the business and building it, how can they show examples every single day? And so that's what really gave birth to abundance. Cause like, I don't want anybody driving out to some random sketchy house in Santa yeah. Fernando Valley. Yeah, 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 don't do that. <laughs> you, people use the word hustle and grind so loosely, I feel, and you really lived that hustle. I mean, that's a hustle. Yeah. That's, that's amazing, man. Yeah, I was just going nuts. And you know, used to working at, you know, five bucks an hour on the farm. And getting a paycheck. That Where I, was the farm? In Idaho. Idaho. I grew okay. up in Idaho, yeah. Okay. And I was like, literally a check that would have taken me like all summer. Right. In a three-hour conversation, I'm like, right. I'm going to be fucking rich. Right. Right. <laughs> I was like. And then just I, wash, rinse, repeat. Yeah. Right? Just yeah. keep. Just keep doing it. Keep swinging. And and that's the thing that even a lot of entrepreneurs, and I made the mistake multiple times, is I stopped doing what was working. Yeah. I was like, I was like, if I know I can get in a room with somebody, I can build a relationship and add value yeah. and, and win them over as a client, it, even if it wasn't that room later on down the line. But I stopped doing that and I wanted to get lazy and try to figure out like some other like online strategies and trying to outsource to other people and really just got in my own way. And like you said, rinse and repeat. And I just went yeah. back to that. Like I get in a room and I would like fly out to different cities. Like I'd go out to meet a client in Arizona, but I'd book two days around that just to walk into businesses and try to land deals mm-hmm. and it worked really well. So I was like, okay, I just got to focus on that. Right. And then it, yeah, it, it scaled, it scaled pretty quickly. And how was it hard to keep the discipline as the money kept coming in to keep your foot on the gas and not get complacent not just kind of, you know, sometimes I think people, the, the trap they fall into is they celebrate the win and then they chill, they coast for a minute because they, they solved the pain point. Yep. I need X amount of dollars. Yep. And I got a little bit more than I needed. So fucking football and do this. And like, how did you not fall into that trap? Oh, I did. Or did you? Oh, for sure. <laughs> you did. And our mutual friend, David Meltzer talks about all the time. He's like, you know, successful people or people that eventually hit the million dollar mark, they'll probably go bankrupt twice after that. Yep. Because they'll stop focusing on the main thing. They'll get caught up in distraction. Yep. You know, partying or traveling too much or yeah. like all oh, the I above can't, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna fly first class every time and i'm gonna buy yep. this car i can't afford yep. and i'm I gonna do all that yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i'll be doing that as recent as two weeks from now <laughs> to newark <laughs> first class <laughs> like i can't do it i'm not doing it <laughs> you know but it is yeah, yeah it's a chit and like i did it multiple times and yeah you know and um because then again, it's like, then I was just valuing like the wrong thing and, and focusing on the wrong thing. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, well, these things are going to make me happy or I'm going to have more status that it's going to attract me over. It never did. Yeah. Like it didn't help me land a client that I was driving a brand new truck. Right. Nobody gave a shit. Right. You know, um, the fact that I was living in Laguna Beach on the water, nobody gave a shit. Right. 
um, the fact that I was showing up and adding value and continuing to show up to my clients, they in turn were then referring more business. And when I was focusing, you know, keep the main thing, the main thing, that's what allowed it to, to, um, continue to grow. But that's the thing. It's like kind of our downfall as entrepreneurs is like, once we figure it out, then we're always trying to like, to the next, what yeah, else to the next thing. Yeah. yeah. To, and, and I suffer from that for sure. Yeah. You're yeah. Like, I've how, gotten better. But even Vanessa, my girlfriend's always like, you got so many things up in the air. And I'm like, yeah. I get it. But yeah, it's like, I think there's a balance to it. For sure. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, for me, I was like, okay, my business partners are great. And, you know, at Abundance, you take the entrepreneurial quiz and you get your archetype, whether you're a founder, um, a coach, a engineer, or a um, socializer. And I was a socializer, the thought guy, like I was throwing a hundred ideas at my team all the time. And then I have the right filters and the right people on the team, the engineer that's like, chance is a great idea. The timing's not right because we can't build what we need to in order to execute on that. So right. let's, let's put it down the road and then eventually we can execute on that. And that was so powerful. It's like, cause me being around a lot of other socializers, we're all like, yeah, let's come up with these ideas and we're going to roll it out. We're going to do this shit. It's going to be awesome. We don't focus on fulfillment. No. We focus on sales. Yes. Right. Yeah. And the yeah. idea and like, let's go, 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 go. And super fast. Let's break shit fast. You yeah. Know? It's funny. Um, unfortunately he's not here today, but, uh, Travis who runs the studio, my partner here at yeah. the studio, um, without him, this place doesn't exist because he's the one that focuses on the nuts and bolts. And it's like, I, I always say to him, I was like, we'll land like two or three new podcasts in the same day. And I'll tell him, and he has a look on his face like it's bad news. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Did you hear what I said? Like, we just got three new clients. Like, they're doing two of them are doing like three shows a week. Like, this is fucking great. And he's like, yeah, I know. But I'm just thinking like, how are we going to fulfill this? And like the, the process and, you know, systems and uh, all you're that like, Figure stuff. it out, damn it. Yeah. He, he looks at me like I just told him, you know, somebody died. Right. You know, <laughs> I'm wanting this like rah, rah, rah. And he looks like. You know, you've already opened up. He looks miserable. Bottle. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I need a fucking, you know, yeah, I get it. Um, it's, and that's the thing is you got to have those right people on the team Yeah, that keep you in your lane. And I, that's a hard lesson I've had to learn. But now that I have, and me as a socializer, focusing on podcasts, focusing on yep. speaking on stages, you know, doing these things like that is my superpower. And I can pass it off to my team and they take the content and they chop it up and they put it out in the right way. And I got my media buyers, I got my sales team, I got my set, like all the, the right components that it's like, yep. okay, well, Chance, we have the machine built for you to go out and do a bunch of podcasts and host a bunch of people. We've built that out. So do that as much as you can. But now that you're talking about launch this other product or partnering with this other thing or doing launching a whole nother brand is like not yet. Right. And that's been something that I've had to learn is like what's working, double down on what's working. Yep. Always just double down on what's yep. working. Uh, are you still with the same girl? No. Should I not have asked that question? No. Okay. <laughs> They're like, buzzkill, Jono. Shut the fuck up. No, because I was going to ask you, how do you balance uh, relationship versus work? And clearly you don't. <laughs> oh, it's pick on the guest week here at Action Junkies. Um, no, I'm just kidding. I outgrew um, her, man. Yeah. You know? It yeah. was like, no, <laughs> we're still friends. We still talk. Because we were dating for seven years, um, so obviously you, you build a great friendship out sure. of it. I think it's really sad when people break up and they never talk again. It's like, yeah. you guys share some pretty special moments. Like, yeah. the fact that you guys can't be friends is pretty sad. So I have you know, friends with most of my exes, and they all live down in Texas. So Is that where you're from? Yeah. Oh, oh. That's that old country <laughs> yeah, yeah, song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good shit. Um, no, I, well, I have my, you know, my wife now, and we've been together for... 
four years. Okay. We have a son together and oh, nice. everything's amazing. I love them both dearly. Um, but so she understands your skills because it takes a special person to be in a relationship with someone like you, right? Because they really have to understand, like, you're not a nine to five. There's no hours. Nope. There's no such thing as weekends. I mean, sometimes there is, but yeah. sometimes there isn't, and, yeah. right? Late nights, early mornings, all that shit. Yeah, and, you know, you hear that when partners say, hey, you're working too much and you're not around and X, Y, Z, which I am. Like, I'm very disciplined with my family. And, like, when I'm with them, I'm with them. Like, I'm not on my phone. I'm not taking a call. Like, I'm, you know, I'm yep. there. So I think structure is so important and there's no such thing as balance people talk about how do you mm. balance it there's no balance right like she loves me because i'm all in on everything that i do right and she loves me because i'm such a go-getter right i'm like if like if i didn't if i wasn't this way you wouldn't be with me right so you can't use that against me right right, right? yeah sure and i think that that's um because then when i'm with my son it's like i'm all in with my son yeah when i'm you know with my health i'm all in with my health and then i'm like that's just that's just the way I am. And she knows that. And we came together like on my way up. So it wasn't like I'm successful now. And now you're coming in. Like she saw what I put into where I'm at. Right. And she's like, I know what you've put into this. I know how hard you've worked. So like, I want you to keep the, the foot on the gas. Cause I know that that's what fuels you to show up in the way that you do for me and for our son. Yeah. Wow. Uh, how many people work for you? We have 150 employees. Dude, that's legit. It's it's wow. a big operation. Yeah, we have an office in Vancouver, uh, Canada, in downtown in Yaletown. So that's the Abundance headquarters now. Do uh, you have partners? Yeah. Yeah? Yep. Yeah, my partner's Abdul. Like, we started our first brand together in 2017, and then... Um, that's quick, man. Yeah. Like, I, like, if you're listening to this right now, I mean, to go from starting in 2017, essentially, to 150 employees... In five years? Yeah, it's pretty nuts. Is insane. Yeah. It's wow. Wild. It's wild. Respect. Yeah. That's good stuff. Yeah. It's well, and you know, and the biggest mistake we ever made was hiring like C players or B players to save on money and it ended up mm. costing us so much in the long run. My grandfather, rest in peace, used to say cheap is expensive. Yep. Yep. Buy it nice or buy it twice. Yeah. Like it's and that was the thing that we kept kind of running into and as soon as we found leaders and because we don't hire based on like what you know it's like what you're capable of doing mm. because i don't care if you're a c-suite executive that knows how you know the eos system works and how a company's supposed to be ready to exit and all this bullshit but like if you just suck to be around and you don't listen <laughs> like i don't give a shit like right. it's, it's not a culture fit yeah so when we started hiring like a players that were coachable and could listen and had grit and like really wanted to build something um, that really changed the trajectory of our business because the culture was so good. It was right. attracting the right people. And sometimes is that hard to find though? Because usually A players might be set in their ways also, right? Or no, or that's what makes them A players that they're not, that they're, they're able to be flexible and pivot. And I mean, it depends, but yeah, it's a true A player that has set ego aside. Like that's a true A player. That's a team player that can show up and just get the job done. Right. And will evolve. Cause like our, industry the internet like every day it's something's new like chat gbt came out of nowhere and now like there's freaking 80 different ai softwares out there that have already executed on it right like shit moves fast yeah and so people know that coming in like hey we move quick sometimes like we're doing a live summit this weekend all day saturday and sunday it's like everybody all hands on deck and people are yep. like cool i'm in where's that uh it'll be online online yeah and so and we just decided to do this last night 
<laughs> I love Bobby's back there cracking up. <laughs> so, I love it. So, and people just know that coming in and working with abundance, like this, and because like then last year for a week, I brought the whole team out to my cabin in Idaho, and we set up all these trailers, and like everybody slept on the property. We had like forty people there, and uh, we went out on the lake, and we're surfing behind my boat, and jet skiing, and riding side by side, and just had fun for a week. And it's like we do that shit too. Yeah, and we all do which it is together. important. It's yeah, good, right? Totally. Yeah, but it's like you know, there's times that it's like we're gonna have, you know, we're gonna pull these like these big sprints, and and then we can relax and yeah. And, um, you know, rest and recoup. Cause again, when we talk about abundance, it's having like abundance also in our health and our mental yeah. health. And not a lot of people talk about mental health and culture and in business, but it, yeah. uh, it's becoming more of a popular topic I'm a now. big culture guy. Like yeah. it's so important. It really is. You guys have a great culture here. I walked yeah. right down like, dude, yeah. this place is sick. Like yeah. everyone's dope. And thanks man. It's been a great experience being here. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I've had fun. You know, my, my downfall in business has always been can't find the right team, mm -hmm. uh, until this round finally got it right at 52. I found the right team. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. be careful. All your boys are listening. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> they all yeah, still I suck. probably say it too much. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, it's, and it, I've been blown away at how, how, how old are you? That's the other thing. You're young too, right? How old are you? 34. That's crazy, man. Um, I'm an old soul though, man. Yeah? Like, yeah. Yeah, I've been blown away over here. Like the team, almost everyone is 24 over here. And I didn't sound the way they sound when I was 24. I don't know if I sounded like that at 34. Uh, if I'm being honest, maybe, maybe not even at 44. Um, yeah. <laughs> like they're just so, I think it's because they grew up with that iPhone in their hand and that iPad in their hands. And it's just different, man. It's, it's just different. They're just, this generation is just fucking kicking ass. It's yeah. just different, right? That's what it is. Yeah. I mean, tech did for, it. Well, it's a double edged sword for sure. Uh, someone, just, I think Chris Cron just put out a video talking about how the millennials are fucked because <laughs> <laughs> they don't know how to work. They all think they're going to be Instagram famous. Right. So there's, there's, uh, there's two sides of the coin, really. Um, yes, we, we're in the information age where you can get online and learn from these people that never used to share their secrets yeah. where you can really condense time. And that's the power and mentorship. And what we really strive on in abundance is like, we want to condense that time. I'm taking everything I've learned in the last, you know, 10 years since I started my agency and giving it to you where you can have all that knowledge in 90 days and be doing in 90 days, what took me years to build. Right. Right. Um, so that's the power of that. The other side of it is like, you know, a lot of people are coming into where they're talking about, there's like a big shortage in like the trades, um, world like trade schools are having a hard time like enrolling like plumbers, electricians, HVC yeah. guys. Yeah. Because people don't want to work hard. Right. They're like, no, I'm going to go start a TikTok channel and start making $18 million by next month. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, throw some foot picks up there. Right. And <laughs> hey, we were just talking about that earlier. <laughs> we were just talking about feet picks. Yeah. On, on OnlyFans. I'm ready to just fire that up and yeah. just see what happens. Yeah. See you what know? happens. Fuck. I, I pour I, chocolate syrup all over I my mean, fucking feet. I, I, think, I think you got a good run. Yeah. You know, let's just see what happens. <laughs> Fuck it. You never know. You know, let's get some abundance going with some feet pics <laughs> hey there's right? an audience out there for everybody brother. yeah yeah for sure <laughs> so what have you not done yet that you want to do that is a great great question ah uh, what have i not done yet that i want to do you know when my father passed i was always like man life is short so like anytime things pop up i'm like boom go like yeah. we're just gonna do it get it on the calendar this year I wanted to heli ski like my whole life. And I finally did that last year for the first time. So that was like a high bucket list. 
uh, and then did it again this year. Went with the same same group of guys, so that was like a high check mark. Skydiving yep. was a high check mark. Got oh, that fuck done. that. Mm-mm. It nope. was. I don't know if I'll ever do it again. Yeah, I liked it, but it was almost like I liked it too much. Yeah, I, I. Uh, it's funny, you know. It's called action junkies, but doing what I've learned from doing the show for six years. Yeah, I'm not. I <laughs> thought I was. I'm not. I'm a degenerate that'll gamble. I like that action, but uh, I'm not jumping out of planes. I'm not bungee jumping. I lost a bet when Conor McGregor fought Khabib. I bet. Uh, a, a couple buddies that I would I would jump out of a plane. Yeah, I'd skydive if Connor lost, and Connor lost, uh-huh. and uh, I reneged. I was like, Yeah, you I, didn't do it. Nope. I was like, You know what? I was looking at Vanessa. Have you seen my girlfriend? She's she's twenty years younger than me. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you know, I feel like I hit the lottery. You know, chance. And like, <laughs> I'm like, What the fuck am I doing? Jumping out of a plane? Like, what if? Just what if? Like, why ha- put yourself in an oh shit scenario over what? Some guy you don't even know lost a fucking MMA fight in a cage <laughs> with another animal. Like, fuck this. I'm not doing it. I'm not jumping out of a plane. Go fuck yourself. I'm out. Uh-uh. Not You're doing out. it. Yeah. Um, I didn't do it. Man, you liked it? I did. I did. The The scariest part was the days leading up to it. I'm sure. The like, flight. I'm like, <laughs> dude, I can't do it. Even yeah. the days before it, I was just like, man. But again, that's what anxiety and fear is, is like the unknown yeah. and the anticipation of what could happen, the, the future. Right. And... uh but then once you were doing it, you're like, what the fuck was I freaking out? I mean, this is wild. And I was with some like crazy fucking European dude. I could barely even understand what he's saying. Really? Like, the whole time I was like, ah, parachute, ah! <laughs> I was like, I hope this guy knows what he's doing because I can't understand a word he's right. saying. Right. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, but it was, I took, because my it was for my brother's graduation present. And then my brother-in-law was an avid skydiver. So he's like, we're going up. It's going to be awesome. But then you're sitting in the plane and I'm like the last guy. So there's like, you know, four guys going out and then like four, you know, doubles. And then me, I'm like, the first guy went out, I was like, oh, we still got four or five minutes to kind of chill. Those guys jump out fast. Right. It was like, boom, 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 boom. And then we were up and I'm like, no, daddy, no. Yeah. And, was, and I heard out. you can't say no once you're up. Is that true? I heard that's what made me bring it. I was like, <laughs> I, I thought, well, let me get up there and just feel it, feel out. it out. But then someone's like, oh no, they won't let you back out. Like once you're up there, you're coming out of that plane. I was like, yeah, I'm out. I'm not getting on that plane. You Mm-mm. know, I, I never asked that question, yeah. but yeah, I don't know. Cause the guys that are up there, I mean, they're all kooky. Scott are kooky people. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, like that's yeah. once you're in it, like I've seen people just give up on like everything else in life. Like, I'm just gonna jump out of a plane 15 days, 15 times a day. Yeah. Uh things to still do in life. Oh man. You know, I've been pretty fortunate to just really You've been do- doing it, doing you've been some, living. Doing some stuff. That's good. I think, I mean, we started the orphanage in Uganda a couple years ago and like we still want to buy land and then expand and like start setting those up in multiple countries. So to mm-hmm. have more reach in some other countries that I really love and adore that I would love to have more impact in, that's definitely on the the future we're yep. gonna we're we're gonna get to thing, um, which is a big component of of the abundance brand is teaching people how to have impact. Uh, but since we're on action junkies, what else what else is crazy that I've been wanting to do? Oh, my my buddy Sam invited me to go to South Africa to swim with great white sharks. Yeah, fuck you. I'm not doing any of this. I'm not hanging out with you, Chance. Let me know if you want to have dinner and a movie. Uh, go. To, you want to go to a UFC fight? I'll get us tickets up close. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not swimming I'll with take sharks. You up, I'll take you up on that. Have you been to a fight? Have I've you not. Been? I've never oh, been. dude, do you ever watch on TV or no? Maybe uh, a big fight. You might watch Conor McGregor yeah. or Ronda Rousey back in the day or yeah. whatever. But. Yeah, if, it's it's, a, if it's a big fight that everyone's talking about, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll tune in for a bit. But. It's a lot of fun, man. Okay. Especially, uh, you know, I don't know if you realize, but the UFC is on the other side of this wall. 
literally in the parking lot on the other side of the wall is the UFC offices. Oh, wow. And then, so they have a, a place there called the Apex, which is where they do some of the, like, I, sh- I don't want to say smaller fights because it makes it sound like you wouldn't want to go to that. But the cool thing is, obviously, it's fun at T-Mobile Arena for 20,000 people or whatever, and Bruce Buffer screaming at the top of his lungs and all right. that. But there's something to be said about invite only at their headquarters, 200 people. There's not a bad seat in there, and yeah. you hear the carnage that's Oof. going on. Oof. It's crazy, man. Yeah, Wild. it's I would, crazy. I would love to take you up on that. Yeah. I'm an experienced guy. Man, if there's a cool experience to be had, I'm freaking yeah. there. All right. I'm freaking there. I think it'd be wild to go out uh, on a safari, but like not being one of those like you know, trucks that are all bulled up. Like, let's go out with like the hunters and freaking sleep in tents. And, like, yeah, you're nuts. You're nuts. That <laughs> <laughs> We have an opening for host position here. Um, <laughs> I'm stepping, effective immediately, I'm stepping down from this show. Jo- job opening. Here's your new host. Chance is going to be the new host of Action Junkies because he lives up to the fucking name and I don't. I don't. Yeah. What? Is, but I want to hear about what is the craziest thing you've done in your life? Oh, man. Uh, nothing fun. Nothing to do with drugs or hookers. I'm saying like. No, I got nothing there. <laughs> I got nothing there. I never really did the drug thing. You a little bit of ecstasy here and there yeah. for for about a year. I was a little nutty, uh, but never no coke, no nothing. Never even smoked weed. I don't even drink. Good for you, you live in. The, I'm actually you, you boring. In, yeah. I'm actually boring. I'm the. We're gonna launch boring jug. Can we just put a spray paint line through action and then just put boring over it and just rebrand this whole fucking thing? You know, he'll teach us how to get abundance of boring. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. You know, I'm. Uh, I, I, I'm not that wild. I'm not. I'm not that. I'm not that crazy. Um, I like going out and shooting and stuff. I like yeah. shooting guns. Yeah, and... you can like fly in helicopters out here and shoot. shit. I won't go in a helicopter. <laughs> No, I've yeah, had, but I'm striking out with I've you, had John. three friends I'm that died. I'm trying for us to be able to bond I know. through a crazy I've experience. known three people that have died on helicopters, and I know one girl that lived. She's the only survivor of a helicopter crash, and she lost Jeez. her uncle, her husband, and uh, a couple other friends. Uh, I'm not just not doing helicopters. I can't do it. I got to block on certain things. Yeah, my best friend, you know, Kobe, you know? Yeah. Wild. Were you friends with him? No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's just crazy, yeah, but I really right? respect him as a human. Like, just did a lot of great shit. But, yeah. You know, when people crash, though, a majority of the time, and I live in a small aviation community in Idaho, so 11 out of the 30 people that live there are pilots that fly backcountry airplanes, wow. which are a lot safer than helicopters, okay. So you'll go on those little planes, too. Oh, yeah. But a, a small single-engine Cessna is safer than any other aircraft you'd ever be in. That's all well and good. We're never hanging out, Chance. This is not <laughs> Do you fly happen. on jets? Yeah, I know, but it feels safer. It feels, <laughs> it feels better. Safer. I have this argument with my wife because I want a plane because we could f- be door-to-door from our house in California to our house in remote, remote Idaho, three and a half hours, like door-to-door. No TSA, right. no cars, yep. no traffic, yep. no baby shitting all over the backseat. I like, hear you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. No, I don't know about those little planes. My uncle used to fly. Well, here's what I'll tell you. Yeah. So I heard this, um, like with the actual flying, right? Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm in. So for every. um, Oh, the glide ratio. Is that what you're about to tell me? Every thousand feet you're off, off the ground, you get seven miles of glide time. Seven miles of those airplanes don't want to fall out of the sky. They're designed to stay in the sky. So my buddy that was trying to get me into flying. Yeah. Um, has this uh, tail dragger. It was like a 1950s airplane. He's teaching me how to fly. We get up there, we're flying around. He's like, let's just try to get it to fall out of the sky. And so yeah. try to turn it and try to get it to fly. And the thing just like flutters and like, does just not want to fall out. And he's like, okay, now let's do a 
This is my first time up in a small airplane, by the way. <laughs> yeah. He's, I'm like, I'm like, bro, we don't have, you don't have to show me all the bad things <laughs> the first time up. He's like, no, because you right. will have a lot of faith in yeah. the air once. Watch me stall this out. Yeah. Watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't like this. Right. And so we're we're about <clears throat> two thousand feet off the ground, and so he's like, we got about fourteen miles worth of glide time, and we're up in the mountains, and uh, so he kills the engine. It's still on, but he kills the engine. So he's like, just go land, go find where we can land right now. And so we're, and you're going so slow that literally you have so much time. So about 30 minutes later, about nine miles to the, we're like, I guess going south at that point, there's this dirt road. And he's like, yeah, just go land it over there. So we just slowly get over there. And I mean, 30 minutes after he'd killed the engine and we're like landed on this thing and then he fires back up and we take off. And so when that happened, I was like, okay, I have a lot of faith in single engine airplanes. I'll cool. trust you with that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to skip that part too, though. <laughs> I'm skipping that part. I'll be on a Southwest flight, cattle car, TSA, yeah, accosted, yeah. all of that. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. Do you all gamble? Right. I do. Yeah. Well, I grew up in a card shark family. So really? We love to play. I mean, we'd be at family reunions at Easter, freaking taking each other's money at 14. Love it. Yeah. Now you're speaking my language. Okay. Okay. We can bond over that. All right. Like poker? You play yeah. poker? Yeah. Love Texas Hold'em. Really? Yeah. Blackjack. Do you ever play when you're in town or? I'll, put, I'll go to blackjack tables. Blackjack, just, you know, the yeah. poker's a bigger commitment. Like, yeah. I don't want to sit down for, because right. I'll get into it. I'll be there like 24 hours later, like bloodshot. Yeah. I just like fold. Right. You know, like. Right. So now when, you, when you're when you here and you, if you do play blackjack, what's your, what are you betting? Are you. Are you, uh, I make the money, I can afford it, but I'm not giving these fucking casinos the money? Or are you like, a oh, fuck it, let me let me throw down a few thousand dollars and see if I can win some some money? Or are you like a 25, 50 bucks, 100 bucks kind of guy? I'm in that realm because I'm like super competitive. And right. I know that like... You don't want to lose. I know my odds. Yeah. And so I know like table's hot, freaking run it and then get yeah. up and go to the next table. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I'm like, yeah, we'll go to like those fifty hundred dollar tables. Yeah, because I want to know that I can have four hundred dollars on the table and walk away with a thousand. Like yeah. that to me is a win. Yeah. My grandpa also had a really bad gambling addiction. Oh, really? And he lost their entire retirement. Oh my god. In Winnemucca, um, and uh, so my grandma worked a job until she was like, I want to say sixty, selling furniture at RC Willys, and I was like, I would never because do that she had family. to. Yeah. 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 Lesson learned. Yeah. So and. Cause like all my family are like really good card players, like really pinochle poker, like you freaking name it. Like that's what we do. Like up in Idaho is like, right. you know, we don't watch TV. We'll hang out and play cards and bullshit and whatnot. Right. So that's cool. Yeah. So I, but I respect what gambling is, Yeah. you know, sitting around with a bunch of buddies, we all do a hundred dollar buy-in with 10 people like that is just so much fun. Right. Right. No one's losing their house tonight. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So. Talk a little shit, have yeah. some fun. Yeah. Well, man, this was a lot of fun. I'm glad you came in. Yeah, bro. This was fun. Yeah, we met at office hours with, yeah. with Meltzer and yeah. barely exchanged contact information. Yeah, it was real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, no, you, you kept on my radar. I kept following you on Instagram and saw yeah. you having some cool cool people on and wanted to come out and hit it up. Yeah, man, this was fun. Thank you so much. And uh, verbally binding, we're going to get you to a UFC fight this okay. summer. Verbally okay? binding. Verbally binding. Okay. You heard it here. You heard it here. Uh, all right. Well, man, thank you so much. Uh, we're, we'll put in the description everything where to find you and all that yep. shit, unless you got anything else you need to add or want uh, to add. You can follow me on Chance <clears throat> underscore Welton on Instagram. I have like 40-some thousand followers. There's a lot of fakes out there. There's oh, okay. Because I run you know, business consulting. Right. And, 
how to make money online. So there are scams out there. So if yeah. anyone's mentioning about crypto or some weird, yeah. Investment, or if you get that, me. if you get that DM supposedly from Chance that says yeah. like, "Sir, if you would be so kind," it's right. not you. Yeah, it's not me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you can follow me there, and then abundance.io. You can go take the test, and then speak with our advising team. And like we do a lot on the front end, where based on your strengths and weaknesses. You speak with an advisor, you go through a mindset training and like understanding business because our main audience is like first time entrepreneurs or people mm -hmm. that have not had success in the past and then want to find success. And so we walk you kind of through that whole process about how to get your mind right, yeah. your grind right. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, we have seven partners at this point. So seven different business models from trading to, you know, gold bots to, I mean, you freaking name it. Like by the end of this year, we'll have 10 partners. And so, I mean, there's just a lot of opportunity for people. Good for you, man. That's yeah. awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, bro. Thanks for having me on. All right, gang. George Carmona's behind the deck now. He's going to end the show just like this. I like it. Sick. That's good.